keep messing on my phone until you're ready to start recording this thing. Who says that I haven't started recording this thing? You probably haven't. You you don't know that, that I haven't started recording. Why don't you look at the soundboard here and tell me whether or not... Oh, I'm sorry. You wouldn't know how to work the soundboard. You wouldn't know how to work the mixer or how to read it or how to tell if it's working. Are you sure that you know how? Because you didn't do it last couple weeks ago. Remember? You know what? I have pressed record this week. And if I'm never going to live that down, you can kiss my ass. Okay, I just made sure it's running. <laughs> yeah, see there? You had to check, didn't you? I did have to check. Is it running? Yeah, it's running. <laughs> you know, one time. You do something one time and you never live it down. <laughs> Thank you for making it to the Shays Lounge. I don't know who we oh, that's are. That's weird. I know, we haven't introduced ourselves in like a month. <laughs> yeah, it's been about that way. Yeah, yeah. So my little my little dog, Ditto, is sitting next to me and he's snuggled up in the blankets. He had an adventure tonight. We went, we, uh, I let him ride in the car with me. Um, yeah, you gonna cover him up? Yeah, make sure he's warm. Cover that baby up. Um, I let him ride in the car with me when I went to get um, our oldest from the Christmas party. And he he's such a good dog. Like, he knew. He knew we weren't just going out there to go potty. Like, he knew. Because he went to the car where it was parked. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, he, he, he took me to the car. And then as soon as he saw me open the front door, because I opened the driver door, and he jumped in and then went to the passenger seat and sat down. <laughs> and he knows what to do. And he rode up there. And it was so cool because... Aaron comes out the door with two of his friends, right? And they're standing in front of the car talking before he jumps in the car and we leave. And Ditto has not noticed them at this point. He's still sitting in the seat. Well, I guess he heard something or whatever, and he looked out the front window. And as soon as he saw Aaron, he recognized him. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I, I, like to me... I thought that dogs used smell for like 99% of how they identified stuff. If they can't smell you, they don't know you, right? No, he recognized Aaron just by seeing him through the window. There was no way he could have smelled anything. Dogs will recognize people all the time, seeing them through windows. Well, I didn't like you see videos before, like where people will go to pick up their dog from like a kennel. Mm hmm. And they open the door, like, for you to get through the door. You like looking through the little glass door at your dog, and your dog will see you and start getting all excited. I just, I, did, I guess I didn't realize it was that, like, that much. They're not blind. Well, I know they're not blind, but well, I didn't. Apparently you think they are. Well, I mean, if you hold up pictures in front of them, are they going to recognize it? No, they're not going to recognize it, but they recognize the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, they don't recognize, like, a 2D picture, but they recognize, like, the body of the person. I don't know. I guess I thought dogs were dumber than they are. Well, no, just that one. <laughs> you quit talking shit about my puppy. Him's a sweet baby. Him not dumb. Dumber than shit. <laughs> just because his teeth stick out. That doesn't mean Which made dumb. me think about just thinking about dumb, being dumber than shit. That, uh, <laughs> that fucking video of that baseball coach in the Little League. Oh, <laughs> Going out and coaching the, going out and coaching the players. <laughs> Tells that one kid, you know, my dog before this, before I came out here today, my dog took a big old crap in the back of my yard, 
You know what? That reminds me a lot of the way you're playing. <laughs> when he told that one kid, if you know how to cheat, now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and he, when, when he was coaching that pitcher, and he was like, I bet this team is really looking forward to you pitching today. <laughs> no, he said, I bet you this team posts you pitch against them every time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking to the other kid. He goes, when you went to school, or when you go to school, do you ride like a regular bus, or is it one of them short ones? <laughs> Damn, man. That coach is brutal. It's so mean. <laughs> That's the kind of shit I would do. <laughs> are you always this bad, or are you trying to be? Well, I don't have a whole lot to talk about tonight. Um, so I hope you guys You stuff. always have a lot to talk about. Well, it's just because I get on rants. And when you let me up on those soapboxes, you know I don't ever get down off of them. And then talking about the city bus, I saw one that was just like, oh, my God. You know, people see things, and they always have some bad comment to say about it. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to know where the com- what the comment is before I even say it, right? Okay. Because it has to do with a bus. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. This guy pulls up behind like a city bus, right? And it's got a sign on the back of it. It says, in, uh, Remembering Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. This is going to be racist, isn't it? And the guy's like, Are you fucking kidding me? She still got stuck on the back? <laughs> <laughs> After all this time? <laughs> now, that's not as bad as the racist CVS, though. No, that's not as bad as the race of oh. CBS. Well, and Walmart has done the same shit, but tell them about the, the race of CBS. The, the, I don't know where the CBS is, but a guy pointed out the fact that um, this CBS has everything on this aisle locked up behind the plastic, the plexiglass case, wall or whatever. That you have to get a, 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 a employee to come employee unlock to come for unlock. you. Except for the area with the sunscreen. <laughs> They don't have the sunscreen locked up. Nope. <laughs> That's horrible. horrible. <laughs> there was one, uh, I remember there was one Walmart that got in trouble one time because they had half of their cosmetics locked up. <clears throat> and I would like for you to guess what the complexion range of the cosmetics they had locked up was. Probably the lighter colors? No, it was not the lighter colors that they had locked up, honey. <laughs> they got in a shit ton of trouble for that. <laughs> they had to they ended up having to take like all that stuff down. Like because there was so much like social media outrage about the fact that you're just locking up the stuff for darker skinned people. Like what is wrong, wrong with, with you? you right? Cause trust me, white people steal just as much as everybody else. Yep. They just don't get arrested for it. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Or if they get arrested for it, they get let go. Yeah. Because, you know, there, there's a there's a guy that, that uh, I like listening to on TikTok. I like watching his lives because he, he does a lot of... Uh, people will come on there and try to talk about, like, race issues, and, and he's always got the receipts to back it up, you know? And he was talking... Um, he was talking to this one guy about systemic racism in the justice system and this guy was going it's not racist you know there's no racism in the justice system what are you talking about 
And he's like, um, how do you account for the fact that black people go to, uh, or people of color, specifically black people, go to jail more often than white people? And this guy was like, oh, it's because they commit more crimes. And he's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. They commit crimes at roughly the same rate, but black people go to prison for those crimes way more often. And, I mean, you can, and, and they've even done this. They've even done, and this is coming from statistics from the government, government studies that they've done on, on the justice system. You can take two people, one white and one black. They have the exact same background. They have the exact same arrest record. They have the exact same socioeconomic status. They have a- accounted for all the factors. They are incarcerated, or they are arrested for the exact same crime, and the white person always gets less time in prison. Yeah. Like every single time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how do you explain that? And the guy was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, what? I mean, the only way you can explain it is just people assume black people commit more crimes. But they just don't. You know? If you want to say which one does worse... The white people are the ones that tend to commit the more serious crimes. Because, like, um, like especially once they get into prison. Because mm-hmm. from working there, you know, we had, you know, I, I worked down in SEG. Yeah, now granted, we had a whole run on the lesser wing. It was still ad seg, but it was mm-hmm. the lesser ring that was all Mexican mafia. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the people on the first row and third row were not black. Mm-hmm. Over on the major side of the seg, the second row and third row were pretty much all white. Mm-hmm. Down on the really really bad row where we had to like these guys, these guys got their cells searched. Every single shift. Not every single day. Every single shift. Twice a sh- twice a day. Whew. So bad guys. And these are like all previous like escapes, escaped attempts. Attempt to hurt a guard. Really bad shit once they got in. Yeah. You know, and the whole time I was there, there was only ever one black guy that was there. Mm-hmm. And that was the crazy one that escaped from another prison mm-hmm. that they found three days later up in a tree i would like to see the statistics on who commits the type of crime that hurts the most people and i'm including white collar crime in that yeah because white people commit white collar crimes white people commit financial crimes and you can't tell me that that only hurts one person now somebody might murder you somebody might steal things from you somebody might whatever that is a one-on-one type of interaction i have stolen your thing this affects you and me and that's it white collar crime where you're running a pyramid scheme where you're stealing from a hedge fund where you're swindling people enron enron yeah exactly the stuff that's going on right now i mean like (laughs) but think about the just thousands of people that one person can harm with that one crime. And that's like white people are doing that shit. Yeah. I mean, that, 
Absolutely. Wage theft. Did you realize? Did you know that wage theft is the biggest crime in the United States, and nobody goes to prison for it? But it's like all white people stealing the wages of the people below them. And, and that I mean, that's a multi-bajillion-dollar crime that happens every year. And I mean, how many people are affected by that? I mean, you steal 15 minutes from your employer and you're going to get fired for it, but they can yank an hour from your wages and nobody says anything to you. So I would be interested to see the statistics on what specific ethnicity harms the most people with their crimes. Because I bet it's not black people. (laughs) Well, I I, I saw a thing the other day, too, uh, which is from the subject of crimes. Mm -hmm. Uh. I don't know how long ago this happened, but it happened in Russia, right? A man killed another man who was a child molester, child rapist. Okay. And he killed this guy for doing it. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Apparently, uh, he got stabbed... Like twenty something times, and they found him in a hole in the woods. Right? They found the child molester in a hole. Yes. Okay. With twenty plus stab wounds. Mm-hmm. Police there ruled that a suicide. <laughs> Good on them. <laughs> Good on them. <laughs> so apparently he. <laughs> Dug a hole and stabbed himself thirty something times and probably had him. his probably had his hands tied behind his back. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, clearly a suicide. He clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he definitely stabbed himself. Like I mean, times. I guess the guy could have said, "Well, he did basically kill himself when he did what he did." Yeah. He should have known. Should have known. You know. But then but, another. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm I'm changing the subject a little bit. But go ahead. Well, it, in the same vein, how many times has somebody been? For example, stabbed in prison and nobody saw nothing. Yeah. Nobody saw nothing. I'm actually kind of shocked that the guy that stabbed Derek Chauvin got caught. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest because that seems like the kind of crime that nobody well, would have seen anything. <laughs> no, I guarantee you that guy that did it was probably bragging about it. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know that picture that I showed you where he looks like a happy little Santa Claus? Apparently that's not him. Oh, okay. That was a fake picture that was being circulated, which made me really sad because would that not have been like the best if this sweet looking guy. Ho, 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 (laughs) mother. Well, that's just like when I was working in prison, I talked to that one guy. You know, he he was a very calm guy, very cool, collect kind of guy. And we got to talking one day and I was asking him, so so what do you, you don't mind me asking you? You know, I know we're not supposed to, so if you don't want to answer, that's fine. You don't have to tell me what you did, but do you, do you ever regret what you did? He goes, oh, absolutely not. I said, you don't regret it? He said, hell no. He said, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it again. Is that really what happened? I said, well, I killed the motherfucker that raped my sister. Yeah, I think I would go to prison for something like that, too. And I would live every day in happiness knowing that that motherfucker was dead. Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah, I get your point. <laughs> But okay, we're since we're on the whole crime thing too. I don't know how. I mean, I guess because I wasn't big into football, 
I'm still not big into it. But I at least watch it now. You know, because I've always, the only sport I ever watched growing up really was baseball. Mm-hmm. But, so how, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have heard of this. About what the police department in Washington did in 1985. I did not know about this until this week. That they had a lot of criminals that were they couldn't find, they were on the run, whatever. They sent out 3,000 invitations that was, quote, unquote, from the Washington Redskins football team mm-hmm. for to all these wanted criminals, last known address, inviting them to come to the stadium on a certain day to collect a collect two free tickets to the Super Bowl that year that the Washington Redskins was in that they were all randomly selected and like the people that were dressed up like mascots were police the people like checking them in they had come in like show ID to prove to match their invitation and then he was getting up and calling it in like right in front of them they didn't know who they were talking to to the SWAT team members that were up like in, a, like in the floor above them. Mm-hmm. They were like calling it in to them, and they're like, you hear the guys like, <laughs> yep, that's another one. <laughs> Identification verified. And, they, and it's funny because you see the videos of it. You see all these guys like celebrating because they got their Super Bowl tickets, and I don't know how many people got arrested. I didn't see that part of it. But just the <clears> fact <throat> that they that there was a shit ton of people that were there collecting their foot their Super Bowl tickets. And if that's the same video that I saw, it was they put it on like it was like a legitimate thing. Yes. They had signs everywhere, welcome winners, and they had balloons and they Yeah, the, to make sure they didn't get spooked. Yeah, and the female cops were all playing like cheerleaders and stuff. Like they were all there to greet the men and like like escort them in. And, and, and like the women the, the one woman that they were doing the interview for that, that I saw, she said, yeah, she said, we had to go up there and like hug the men and let them touch us and let, let you know, we were patting them down as they were coming in. They just didn't know we were patting them down, but we were like rubbing their chest and like rubbing, and the guys were just feeling so good about it. Just, they didn't realize they were getting a pat down when they were walking Like one guy door. like walked up to the camera, started flashing his tickets. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. And then they have, they would take them, they would take them like 20 or 30 at a time and stick them in a, they would t- they would say, okay, you, 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 you come with me. We're going to the conference room to do the handout for the tickets and everything, or for, you know, for the for the thing. And so they would take them to this conference room and have them all sitting down. And they would start the announcements that you know, well, we're gonna have you come up to the stage and da da da. And right before they started, the fucking SWAT team comes in the back and tells them to get down and arrest them. <laughs> At that point, takes them out the back where nobody else can see. <laughs> I didn't see all that part. Yeah. My, the video I watched like cut off like midways, and I never could find like the rest of it. But I was just like, "How did I not hear about this? Because that is fucking hilarious." Yeah, it is. I mean, kudos to whatever cop. Just, I mean, like, and which it was a cop, big production. I which mean, cop was... or lieutenant, sergeant, whatever, up with just this? said, come up to like the the chief of police and said, "Hey." I got this idea. <laughs> it's going to be funny as shit, especially if it works. Even if we get anybody. Yeah. And here's my plan. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, does the guy that come up with that, is he the one that gets the credit for all the arrests? I don't know. Like, does he get a promotion off of that? Right. You know? I mean, and then they had to coordinate with the Washington Redskins to use their stadium and to use all of their, their like, you know, promotional stuff and everything. Yeah. I mean, so this was a huge production. Like, this was massive. I mean, the whole city was involved. And then... <laughs> Can you imagine thinking that you're going to get Super Bowl tickets and then you end up doing a dime? Right. <laughs> These motherfuckers, man. They done got me. But you know, talking about talking about crime and, and police officers and stuff like this, now, you guys all know how I feel about cops. We're not going to go into that. But some of the funniest videos that I have found. And my TikTok has decided that this is all I want to see. And I'm like, yes, I would like to see these type of videos. Show me all of them. But it's sovereign citizens who get pulled over for traffic stops. Those are my favorite fucking yeah. videos. Because regardless to my feelings about cops, watching a sovereign citizen go face first into the long arm of the law <laughs> just... Makes me so happy. Right. <laughs> it makes me so happy because these guys, these guys have gotten on some stupid website, some sovereign citizen website, and they have been fed cherry picked court cases that don't say what they think it says. Right. And they've pulled out lines out of these rulings and da da da. I'm a sovereign citizen. I don't have to have a driver's license. Yeah, I don't have to have a driver's license. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. Um, I, this is private property. Um, I am allowed to travel um, unaccosted and unmolested. Like they have keywords that they say, yeah. and they all say the same thing. It's freaking hilarious. But what <laughs> what will happen is these guys are being pulled over for. You know, for example, not having a license plate on their vehicle. Right. What they do is they go to these sovereign citizen websites and print out a license plate that just says private on it. And that's supposed to be, according to this website, enough to travel any of the states. You're in private property. You're not subject to the laws. You don't have to stop for cops. All that would be would just be a, a freaking $100 fine and get your fucking license plate. Like, that's it. Just... When when you get pulled over, don't be a dick to the cop. Show him your ID and move on about your day. But these guys, they'll crack the window when the cop comes up there. They'll just crack the window about two inches and that's it. You know, and they've all got dark tint on their windows. And the, 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 <clears throat> the officer will be like, you know, I just need to see your, your ID. You don't need to see my ID. I'm exerting my Fifth Amendment rights to not say anything. And then they end up just like not shutting up. It's like... You have the right to remain silent, but you clearly don't have the ability. ability right. <laughs> and they'll just argue and argue and argue, and the cops are always so... I've seen one guy lose his cool, one cop lose his cool. And all of the rest of them are super nice. They're de-escalating the situation. They're like, look, this is just a traffic ticket. Just let me write the ticket, and we can both leave. You know, that's, that's how the cops are. And the guys are like, no, I'm going to do this because I can't... Da -da 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 -da. And then the by the end of the video, either the window is broken and they have been dragged out through the window. Um, there was one guy uh, that I watched who um, SWAT pulled him over. And I don't know why SWAT was doing a traffic stop. I guess they just happened to be out and watch this guy blow through a stop sign like 
40 miles an hour over the speed limit. And they're like, oh, well, we got to take care of this. So they pull the guy over and he pulls the sovereign citizen routine on him. He's in a rental car. It's like not even his car, right? And what cracks me up is he was doing DoorDash in a rental car. Number one, I'm in the rental business. That's illegal. You can't use a rental car to do like taxi service or gig. Like you can't do that. But that's besides the point. <coughs> one of the things this guy told these two cops was, I am not engaged in commerce. Therefore, I don't fall under the rule as a, as a driver. I am a traveler. But then he goes on to tell him he's doing DoorDash. That's commerce. Yeah, it's like, why say you don't do something and then just completely shoot a, a hole in your case? Yeah, like, like you are literally engaged in commerce at that point. But so anyway, these two SWAT guys are like being super nice about it. He asked for a supervisor. They got their supervisor out there. So these two guys are, the two cops are on uh, the driver's side. And the supervisor is on the passenger side of this car trying to reason with this guy. This guy decides that his next move is to call 911 to report these cops for harassing him. And he goes in, and the, the 911 operator answers the phone. What is your emergency? He goes into this sob sit routine where he's telling them about the court cases that mean this, 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 and this. He talks for like a good three minutes and she's finally like, are you hurt, sir? I mean, like, is there an emergency going on? He's like, no, I just want to make sure you know what's going on. He's like, look, you're tying up the line. If you've been pulled over and two officers and a supervisor are there, let them handle it. And then she hangs up on him. <laughs> at that point, the supervisor's like, okay, we're done. Take him out of the car. And so he, the supervisor pulls open the driver's side door, dives into the car, full body like dive, hits the seatbelt as he's coming across the passenger side. So now the guy's out of his seatbelt. At the same time, these two cops on the driver's side yank the door open, and they've got this guy on the ground in like two seconds flat. And the supervisor who has dived across the car and like pushed him out with his body as he's coming across the car ends up on his feet with the other two guys. I like, I'd watched the video three times. Couldn't figure out how the guy ended up on his feet. <laughs> he did like this ninja move and just like threw the car and on the ground. <laughs> and they got this guy face down on the ground and he keeps like trying to resist. They're like, look, just let us, like, at this point, you're going to jail. Just stop resisting or we will tase you. He's like, are you threatening to assault me? It's like, no, just stop moving. <laughs> he ended up going to jail. And I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, take the ticket. Don't go to jail. Just take the stupid ticket. This is, you're, you're wasting everybody's time at this point because these sovereign citizens go to traffic court thinking that they're going to go in there and like blow everybody's mind with their brilliance. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to show you and I'm going to sue you for doing this and I'm going to get out of this traffic ticket. Da, 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 da. No, they all go down. They all end up with traffic tickets and most of them end up with warrants afterwards because they don't pay the traffic tickets yeah. because they think they're too good to pay the traffic tickets. And then they end up getting arrested for the warrants. It's like, just, it's a hundred dollar fine. Just pay it and renew your license. I mean, come on. Move on. Move on. But these videos are so freaking hilarious. I love watching them. <clears throat> I watched one girl get... <laughs> funniest thing I saw was I watched this one girl getting a high-speed chase with this cop. 
Oh, one thing was, I missed real quick. The yeah. guy that committed suicide yeah. in Russia. Yeah, with the 20 stabs. He also, before he stabbed himself and killed himself, he also cut off his own balls. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they normally... They normally do. Maybe that. they just fell off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it can happen. I forgot about that part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you hit they them just weird. Fell off. You hit them weird, they just fall. They got scared when he started stabbing himself and they just ran for it. Can we talk about how he, I hit you in the balls the other day? <laughs> when you sat punched me? <laughs> so, <laughs> we went to the gym. Hang on. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was not we, funny. We had gone to the gym the previous Friday. And uh, we were still sore from the gym because we had done leg day. And so we were both moving a little weird, you know. It was just it, I, I, Our trainer gets mad when we don't go to the gym, and I think he tries to punish us, but, you know. So we're walking out to the car, and <laughs> you're kind of moving a little slow. <laughs> and I reached over and, I, and grabbed your legs. Is it sore right here? Yeah. And so I decided to repay the favor. And I, I'm walking behind you, and you're walking a little ahead of me. And so I just kind of go... <laughs> How's this feel? And you went past me. I went past you a little bit and punched you in the right thigh. Only I didn't actually hit your thigh. I hit your phone, which hit your balls, <laughs> which almost dropped you. I thought I was going to puke. <laughs> and then I think later the dog hit the other one. Because I remember sitting there buckled over and you like thought it was funny at first because it was sore and all of a sudden I just like started slobbering and almost puking like what's wrong? I was like, you nut punched me. <laughs> and I sure did not mean to do that. My fully intention was to hit you in the thigh and get your frog. <laughs> but I got more than the frog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hit me right in my sack. <laughs> that poor sack has taken some abuse. <laughs> yeah, and most of them got something to do with you. Well, it ha- I mean, I've, I've unintentionally... I don't think I've ever intentionally hit you there, but I have unintentionally hit you there. A few times. Yeah, probably more than a few. I mean, we have been married almost 17 years. There's been a lot of opportunity for me to get your danglers. <laughs> what I don't remember a whole lot about Everybody Loves Raymond. We used to watch that show all the time. You, you and I didn't, but in my in my house, that, that was one of the shows we were allowed to watch, which is really funny because they have a really toxic relationship. Okay, you're getting on a tangent. Go back to where you're going. <laughs> but it, but anyway, the one thing that I do remember about Everybody Loves Raymond was this one scene where his wife was sitting in the chair in the living room. And she was mad at him for some reason. Well, she was always mad at him. Whatever. And we're talking about something. And he's standing, like, she's sitting like this, and he's standing right next to her facing the same direction, right right there at the back of the chair, right? And so he says something to her, and she just goes with her arm just very gently, just right there, right there where the nuts are. Just, just very gently, didn't didn't like nut punch him or any. Just popped her hand into where his you know stuff was, and he just kind of crumpled up, folded to the floor. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I found out later 
because I didn't know this at the time, that light touches are just as bad are either just as bad and sometimes worse depends on how you it all depends on how they're hit and where they're hit but she just i mean it wasn't even she just goes about like that just just about like that and and got him right where it counted and he just kind of stood there for a second and then just kind of folded onto himself <laughs> and hit the floor because like like Whenever I think about it, when I hit that umpire, like I can still picture the whole scenario in my head. So I remember throwing the, the two seam fastball. It, I can remember. I remember seeing it completely missing my catcher's glove, and then I saw it hit that umpire right in the sack. Now, granted, he was wearing a cup, but coming at you at ninety-eight miles an hour. Yes, and that's what happened. And I remember him going, huh! I was like, oh, so that was a strike. <laughs> and he stood up and took his, his mask off. And when he looked at me, all I could see was white. Oh. And then right on home plate, it looked like, it looked like he got shot in the head. I mean, he just immediately, his whole body just went limp. And I heard, I can remember somebody, I remember hearing somebody from the dugout go, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I don't mean to knock your vapes then off. Then quit hitting the table. I'm trying to hit the table. It hasn't moved. It's in the same spot since we started. And this is my, the second time you've knocked my shit off. No, I didn't knock it off earlier. I just knocked, knocked it, it over. over. There's a difference. Be accurate. <laughs> I don't know why I put up with you. You're women, folk. <laughs> I was watching some uh, a TikTok from a... <clears throat> This pitcher actually got um, ejected. This was an old game, you know. Um, but he, uh, they showed a couple of pitches that he had thrown that were very clearly one thing, and the umpire called them something else. And I don't know what the communication was between the catcher and the pitcher, but the next pitch that went hit the umpire right in the neck and the catcher wasn't anywhere close to catching it it was obvious what happened obvious now, and we'll the pitcher you, the pitcher got ejected immediately i will tell you there is a possibility the pitcher had no play in that whatsoever no part in that do you think the catcher called for a high pitch and then just refused to catch it? I've had that happen <clears throat> in high school. Umpire, what you know? But I've always been told, you know, you don't show emotion toward the umpire. You just tune that shit out. You do what you do. Let the umpire do what he does. What he does. You know, you don't try to show him up. Because mostly, because my coach said he would just. He said he would run me. He would run me to my balls dragged the ground. Which means you run till you fall down. Ooh. Uh, if I ever got ejected for something like that, because I was I was the main pitcher, you know, mm -hmm. and I couldn't do anything, couldn't say anything, and I was known that I couldn't throw, I couldn't control a curveball at all. Mm -hmm. I had no idea where it was going. It either wouldn't curve and just kind of just float off into the distance or it may hit 10 feet in front of the home plate. And then every now and then I throw a fucking badass one. I'm like, hell yeah, I got it figured out. And the next one's like, shit. 
you know, and he called for a fastball. Low. Or just a, I don't remember low, but I remember he called for a fastball and I threw it and he jumped out like it was going to curve and it drilled the fucking umpire. And he goes, he started, and he immediately goes, that's, and, and he played it off. He's like, that's not the pitch I called. So he wouldn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then I found out later, he goes, yeah, we did. I did. <clears throat> he said, yeah, I did that shit on purpose. He jumped out of the way. Thinking it was going to break. Mm-hmm. So he got down on the ground to try to block it. And it went past him. So it went past him on purpose? Yeah, he let it past him. on. He called a fastball, but pretended to the umpire that he called a curveball. And oh. I threw the wrong pitch. Oh, okay. To make it look like it was all a misunderstanding between pitcher and catcher. <clears throat> so the catcher wanted the umpire drill. Exactly. Okay. Well, that, that's what I was asking. That's what I was asking. So the pitcher might have been expecting the catcher to catch that ball. And the catcher was like, no, fuck this guy. Possibly. Okay. Well, either way, they ejected the pitcher with haste. Yeah. And the umpire was... Pissed. But, I mean, even the even the announcers were kind of like, well, oh. <laughs> I mean, he's been calling pitches like shit today, so. Well, it was like, too, because they also, I mean, because it was funny because <clears throat> after that whole umpire situation, when I hit the one in the sack, they took our catcher out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were trying to find someone else on our team that could catch. And they did, because the other kid too. He said that he said I he said I've never caught anybody through that hard. I was he was scared, mm-hmm. you know. Even like the like when I pitched in a, in a adult league one time, one of the guys got the catcher got mad at me because I bruised his hand. I said, "Well, stop catching your fucking palm, you dumbass." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, it moved too much, you know." But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. But uh. <laughs> Uh, the umpire from that point on, because they brought another umpire that was already there for the next game in to call balls and strikes. Mm-hmm. He did it from behind me. <laughs> he called balls and strikes from behind me and not behind the catcher. And everybody's like, what are you doing? He goes, fuck y'all. I ain't going back there. <laughs> so I ain't going back there. It's like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> ain't no way. I'm going to do it from right here. <laughs> I can see just fine. <laughs> God, man, that was such a long game. Because that was like probably like all happened in like the second or third inning. And all that shit happened. They called 911. Ambulance came out there. Ambulance used the smelling salts to wake him up. That's how long he was out for. And then, so like, I think I knocked the dude into a fucking coma, to be honest. Because usually I, when you get knocked out. You're, you're back in quick. You're back, you're back in, in fairly decently. Yeah. But you got to think, it took time for that, that ambulance to get out there. They had to go open the gate. The ambulance drove out onto the field to get the guy. Mm-hmm. So he was out a good 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, so we actually, we actually thought either, like, well, nobody thought I killed him because he was still breathing. Mm-hmm. But they're like, fuck, dude, you you knocked his ass into a fucking coma. So I've heard of people, my coach is like, I've heard of people getting knocked out, but not knocked into a coma. God damn. <laughs> but, yeah. But that was funny. That umpire was like, oh, I ain't calling balls and strikes from back there. I'm doing it from right here. I can see them all just fine. <laughs> And he, got 18, he actually warned both sides, hey, this is not going to be as accurate as a guy behind the plate. 
but <laughs> screw y'all, I ain't going back there. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they like they almost brought in a catcher from one of the other teams that was there to come catch for us that wasn't even in our on our team. Mm-hmm. Just because just to have somebody that was familiar with catching yeah. a fast pitch. Well, it's a guy that caught me before too. Okay, he was a I played on his team before, mm-hmm. and so and he they almost brought him in and he didn't even play for us. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine using the same catcher for both teams? He'd be like, I don't know, throw. I don't know. Well, it wasn't a catcher from the <laughs> no, other I team. No, I know, but, but, yeah. can, but can you imagine just like the same guy? <laughs> Pitch this guy sixty-eight mile an hour fastball, <laughs> but he's on your team. I know that's why. <laughs> right across the plate, come on, a big fat one. <laughs> I do miss playing in summer leagues when I was younger. That was a lot of fun, especially when the other players' parents would bitch and moan because I pitched too much. <laughs> it's not fair that they get to pitch all the time. The other teams don't get a chance to win. Do you, do you, do, this is kind of changing the subject, but not really. We can change it. We got some other stuff we do need you, to get to. Do you suppose that um, Kadarius Tony's dad is in the stands and he's making the coach play him? I'm pretty sure his parents don't even go to the fucking games anymore. I mean, would you want to be up there and saw something they pop up on the big screen? Parents of? I mean, seriously? kind of feel bad for Kadarius Tony. I wouldn't keep he's, going. He's he is a highly played, uh, highly paid, ostensibly highly skilled individual who is a running back or a wide receiver. Well, he wouldn't be there if he wasn't good. He wouldn't be there if he wasn't good. Exactly. And he's a wide receiver for a reason. It's because he can play that position. But for the Kansas City Chiefs to have 30 dropped passes this season, and Kadarius Toney is responsible for like 25 of them. I don't understand how he is still playing. Like at that point. But I'm looking at it because, like, in golf, you get the yips, right? In baseball, you get get in slumps where it is like, it's like you could be one of the best fielders, but all of a sudden you can't fucking field a ground ball. Or all of a sudden you can't throw to fucking first base to save your life. Or you just cannot fucking buy hit, you know. And the only way to get past it is you have to, you just got to play through it. I mean, as a professional, that's what you have to do. You you make sure you're working on your fundamentals. And then everything else will fall into place. But sometimes it just, you, you have to work through it. Because that's the only way to get past it. I mean, I get that. I, like, I, like, I understand the reasoning behind that. And, and I fully support it. But the Chiefs are trying to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe they're still even putting him out there. What kills me is they have 30 drop passes this season, and yet Patrick Mahomes has the most completed passes of any quarterback this season. I don't think that's correct. No, that is correct. I saw that the other day. Look it up. I don't think that's correct. He's either number one or number two. You keep yakking on your mouth. (laughs) But, you know, after that last game where – uh, Tony was he was offsides and it ruined 
the game-winning touchdown for the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes, like, flipped out. I don't think that Mahomes was flipping out at that game. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I know that was part of it, but I don't think he was only flipping out at that game. I think he was flipping out at the season because it has been – they have – they have struggled this season. They're still doing really well, but they have struggled. And most of it has to do with the fact that nobody <laughs> that Patrick Mahomes throws to can catch the ball. Mahomes, okay, in yards, <coughs> Mahomes is eighth. What is he in completed passes? See, average, long, QBR. Okay, it doesn't say completed passes. It's just got his yards per game, his average, his completion percentage. Um, he had um Patrick Mahomes this year. <clears throat> let's see. No, 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 no. That's that's um. Let's see. That's his career completion. He's got sixty six point four percent. Uh, completed passes in his career. Um, and he's at 66.9 this year. This year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, here we go. Completions. Patrick Mahomes, 326. For the uh, season? Yeah. Okay. That's second place. See? He was like number one or number the two. The guy from Washington has uh, 326. 35. Next is Josh Allen with 318. And then Dak Prescott with 312. Mm-hmm. And think about what that means. That Patrick Mahomes has that many completed passes and they are still struggling with their wide receivers being able to catch the ball. I mean, that that's that's that says a lot for him as a quarterback. He is really good at his job. Who who's the who's the uh, best quarterback in the league right now? Does it say I know Dak is like top three. Well, it just all depends on what what stat are you going off of. Uh, just uh, I, I guess uh, in your quarterback rating, doesn't that take into account everything that you do in the season? Your QBR overall rating. Okay, QBR for uh, Purdy. Mm-hmm. From San Francisco, has got a seventy-four point six. Second place is Dak Prescott with seventy-four point five. Yeah, I knew he was up there. Mahomes is down; he's fourth, but at sixty-six. Uh, if you look at overall QB rating, Birdie is still at first at one hundred sixteen point nine. Browning Prescott's third at one hundred seven. Mm-hmm. QB rating. Ooh, let's scroll down and find my homes. <laughs> His is a 93, which puts him in 12th place. 12th place. All right. Uh, but but I don't think that's so much on him. That's that's on his honestly, that's on his receivers. They're just they're not making the plays. Okay, here's one thing. Here's another thing he's kind of up there in. Interceptions. Mahomes? He has thrown 11 this year. Ooh. Sounds like Dak last year. 
I, you know, say what you want to about Dak Prescott, but for two years in a row, he had double digits on interceptions for the season. And this year, he's got like, I don't know, five, six? Yeah, he got six. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, that one season, he was out part of the year for being hurt. He still almost broke the single-season record for interceptions. I know. <laughs> I know. See, that, that, was his, that, too, that was though, his biggest problem was interceptions. Like, I, I've seen some of those that it was like hit off his receiver that didn't catch it, and it bounced off the receiver, and the other guy grabbed it before it hit the ground. And that counts as an interception yeah. on the quarterback. Yeah. And then there were sometimes I remember seeing quite a few of them were like, the guy's supposed to run a certain route, and it was a timed route, and he knew where to throw the ball to, and the guy turned the other way. Yeah. And you see Prescott going, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You see him making arm motion. You're supposed to be going that way. Yeah. It's like, that's where I threw it. Yeah, you're supposed to go over <laughs> here. What are you doing over this way, you know? and But then some of them, he just threw straight to the other fucking team, yeah. too. So Yeah. But he, ha- he has improved so much since last year as far as his yeah. interception percentage goes. Because uh, to go from double digits to being just like five or six. But when you look at his Tamaris, he's got some fucking amazing receivers. I mean, C.D. Lamb, Lamb is just on another level. C.D. Lamb was born with stickum on his hands. I don't know how that man catch. Did you see that? Did you see that dropped pass that C.D. Lamb yes. that he dropped uh, a couple weeks ago? He was just like, I mean, you could see it on his face. He was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it like threw everybody off that he. <laughs> He fucking dropped a pass. I mean that that is not him. That is whoo. And and he was he was even like he just kind of laughed it off. He was like, <laughs> I mean, okay, you know that happened. And then uh, Cooks is the other one. Well, Cooks had one breakout fucking game, and he that's not a normal thing for him. But he is. But they've got him. They've got Gallup. Pollard catches a lot of passes. That uh, Ferguson guy, they're they're mm-hmm. uh, and like they're like they're uh, comparing him to some of the best uh, tight ends that Dallas has had, and they've had some they've had some good ones, damn good ones in the past. Yeah. You know, they tend to always get some really good fucking uh, tight ends. Well, <clears throat> on paper, Dallas should be winning Super Bowls left and right. Oh yeah, because they have got the staffing. I mean, they have got they have got some amazing wide receivers. They've got some amazing tight ends. They got Michael Parsons, who you can't stop. You cannot stop him from getting to the quarterback. I don't know. He's got um, eleven sacks this season. Something like that. That's on par with some of the greatest players in history. This is like he's tied the record for number of sacks in your first three seasons. Yeah, with like Reggie White or some shit. Yeah, I mean, he is he is so far up there in the stratosphere with some of the greatest players of all time. And the season's not over. And he's the reason that a lot of the other players on that team are getting sacks. Mm, yeah, because... Because some of the teams are having to fucking double him. Yeah, because you can't stop him. And then you've got two people on Micah Parsons doing your best to try to stop him from just jumping across the line and just destroying your quarterback... And then while you've got these two guys over here, here comes another one just whoosh, out of nowhere, and your quarterback's down. Yeah. I mean, when they uh, was it the Jets that they played that they sacked that poor guy like seven times? 
sack the poor quarterback? Like was, said, no, I know. I don't know if it was the Jets, but I know they got a lot against the Giants. Uh, what was? Uh, oh my gosh, what was that poor quarterback's name? I feel so bad for him because uh, Daniel uh, Jones. Uh, they just uh, he he couldn't move. They just kept sacking him, and he just, he would just stand up, and he'd be like, "What? <laughs> he was like getting up, going <laughs> like pulling mud out of his helmet and shit." I mean, but I mean, Dallas has got such a good team, and I don't understand. Well, I, I guess we're gonna see how good they are tomorrow. Yeah, because the first half of their season has been wins against teams that do not have a winning record. They've played two teams that have had a winning record that they've beaten. Yeah. And all the other teams that they've beaten had losing records. Now they're getting into the last half of the season, and the next four games are against some big boy teams. Yeah. Big boy teams. And the last time they played a big boy team, that was San Francisco, and they got fucking rolled. No, the last time they played a big boy team was the Eagles, and they stomped the shit out of them. But like a friend, another guy I've been playing with online is from Philadelphia, and he was like, everybody appears talking about how they're worried that after the Eagles lost to San Francisco, that they got exposed for not being as good as what everybody thought they were. That see, that's that's why I'm not shocked that Dallas beat them because the Eagles. How can I put this without being insulting? I'm not trying to be insulting. When I look at the Eagles, I'm like, yeah, you got a Super Bowl, but that's kind of all you have. Like, when else when else have you done? You know, you got like one Super Bowl. So, And I realize that Dallas has not won a Super Bowl since like fucking 1993. Like, I get that. But they've gone to the playoffs almost every single year. They've gotten really far in the playoffs almost every single year. What, last what year have they, you been watching? Oh, hush. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they've gone to the playoffs almost every single year. And the Eagles really kind of don't. Dallas seems to they got they got a lockdown on the one and done. That is true. They do get knocked out of the playoffs. Like and if they're lucky, they can get the old one-two barbecue. You know, at least get two games in. <laughs> but we'll we'll see we'll see what Dallas can do tomorrow. Who are they playing tomorrow? Buffalo. Oh, sure. Ugh, they're going to get rolled. <laughs> Buffalo's not a first-place team, though. They're not even first-place in their own division. Okay. How many times have we said that Dallas plays to the level of the team they're playing? If they play a shitty team, they play like shit. If they play a good team, they tend to play pretty good. Now, they may not win every single time, but they at least play like, well. When they played Arizona, they played like shit that day. Uh, no. That's what I'm saying. And Arizona's a shitty team. But then some of the teams that like they're supposed to beat, like other shitty teams they played, they embarrassed the fuck out of them. I mean, they are like okay, like they beat the Eagles thirty three to ten last week, mm-hmm. thirteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they scored thirty three points, and that dropped their average points per game while at home. You know, you know what's funny about that game? Because they're week? averaging over 40. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny about that game against the Eagles? Is that their kicker? What's his name? Brandon Aubrey, I believe, is the, is the Dallas kicker. He scored more points in that game than the entire Eagles team. The entire game. Because the Eagles scored 13 points 
total. Now, their offense only scored six points. Seven. I'm sorry, seven points. Two field goals and an extra point. <laughs> that's their offense. Their defense. Actually, that's not really their offense because that's special teams. Special teams. Yeah, so their offense only scored six points. No, their offense did not. Their only touchdown was a pick six. I know. That's what I'm saying. Their offense didn't 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 score. Their offensive special team. Yeah. So the only yeah, and then Brandon Aubrey got it. Is it Brandon Aubrey? Am I saying? It? I'm not sure. Oh, anyway, the the Dallas kicker. Um, hang on, I gotta look it up because that's driving me nuts. Hang on, Dallas kicker. Uh, yeah, Brandon Aubrey. I had that right. Um, but yeah, he gets out there, kicks two field goals that are longer than 59 yards in the same GD game. Makes them with plenty of room to spare. And acts like it's nothing. Acts like it's nothing. Scores 15 points by himself, which is more than the entire Eagles team put up. That should make you real sad on the drive home, is all I'm saying. Brandon Aubrey has missed, let's see. I know he missed his very first kick of the season. He is a he's a rookie this year. He missed his very first kick in any NFL game that he had ever played ever. Misses his first kick, and we were all sitting there going, "Son of a bitch! This is the same kickers they had last year because that guy was horrible, right?" And he has come out there ever since, and he has not missed a kick. He has not missed a kick. Like I don't understand. This man is superhuman. I've never seen anybody slam a 60-yard field goal and it hit the net on the back end of the of the of the area. Dallas has scored more points than any team in the NFL this year. Mhm. Not by much. Well, I'm sitting looking at it right now. They've got 421 points. Uh Miami's at 411. And there's no other team that's over 400. And it looks like the New England Patriots are the worst. They've only, they've only scored 169. Whew. So you've got teams that have almost 300 points more than them. That's horrible. Check this out. Brandon Aubrey is saying, because they were asking him, how, how long of a field goal do you think you can kick and make oh i'm interested to hear this he said i think i can do a 70 yard he said i think i can hit it at 70 yards. he said i'm not sure but i think i can get a 70 yard field goal which would break like destroy the record for the yeah. nfl I wonder what the record, isn't the record like 65 the record is 66 yards 66 yeah and that was set in 2021 uh the ravens kicker justin tucker hit a 66 yard field goal but aubrey thinks he he's never missed he's missed one or two extra points. I can't remember. Yeah. But he has hit every single field goal he has kicked this season. This is his debut season. He is a rookie. And what have we said about that? After this season, <laughs> how many owners have gone to their GMs and go, you better start checking these other fucking soccer teams for us a kicker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you pay what – because obviously that's where to go. Yeah. The man is deadly accurate. I've never seen anything And it looks not, effortless when he kicks it. What, everything he kicks, no matter from how far away, splits the middle of the uprights. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. The dude's good. 
I mean, it's amazing how you take an odd-shaped object and violently hit another odd-shaped leaning object and can make it go where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Now, I can understand a soccer ball because it's round and you can kind of aim that. I, I don't understand the physics behind a football. Like, but you're still not hitting it with a flat surface. Mm-mm. You got those weird special shoes that they use on their right feet. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, I can't remember ever seeing a left-handed kicker. Or left-led clicker kicker. Hang on, I gotta look this up. Because it's, all, it's always neat to me to watch quarterbacks that are left-handed. I've always enjoyed watching them because it looks neat when they throw. Look at that. The first one, has there ever been a left and then it finished footed kicker in the NFL? <laughs> it auto-filled it for you? Uh, four of the top 20 kickers in NFL history based on most field goals made are left-footed kickers. Any of them still playing? Uh, Sebastian Jan- Janis- Janikowski. Janikowski. Who is, who is still active and kicking for the Oakland Raiders. Oh, Okay. Who just completely embarrassed the fucking Chargers. Really? I don't pay attention to anything but the Cowboys. (laughs) Well, I don't pay attention either, but I was looking at the scores. And that's what I was telling you. The Chargers scored 21 points that game. Mm -hmm. And still lost by 42. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. (laughs) It was 42 to zip at (laughs) halftime. At what point... It's not college. So, at some, you know, in college, you never take your foot off the gas because that all has to do with your rankings. Right. Because, like, if you're supposed to beat a team by 20 and you only beat them by 10, your ranking could possibly go down. Mm-hmm. Or if you posted to beat them by 10 and you beat them by 30. Then your ranking could go up. Your ranking could possibly go up. NFL, that don't matter. Well, but you- So, a lot of times, they kind of... You take your foot off the gas. Well, you've told me before, because I, I, I think I asked you this question during one of these games that was such a, a lopsided blowout. I was like, why are these guys even trying? Like, they they were rushing down to the last minute, and they were trying to get the, and I was like, they're going to lose by 30 points, even if they get this Oh, know, yeah, the offense, yeah. Yeah, and so why are they trying so hard? And you told me, these guys are not playing for the game. They're playing for their contracts next year. Yeah. They so, still have to perform. They still have to perform. Because who's going to want a guy's like, yeah, but every time y'all get behind, it's like you just gave up. Yeah, We don't exactly. want somebody like that on our team. Exactly. And uh, and you got to think, too, what was it um, – what game was it last week? Um, oh, my gosh. I, w- I was watching the, the highlight reel on this game, and it was – the score was extremely lopsided. And the, the team that was ahead was kind of like, yeah. Uh, you know, we're just kind of, kind of coast our way through the last four minutes of this game. Four minutes left on the clock. We're gonna coast our way through the last four minutes of this game. We're gonna go home, have us some barbecue. We're gonna... And the team that was behind was behind by far enough that it shouldn't have mattered. It's four minutes left. They ended up scoring twice in four minutes and winning the game. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the what was a Super Bowl, wasn't it? When uh. Um, I bet people love hearing our sports commentary because uh, um, we're like, shit. we don't know who's played for Tom Brady was playing with Tampa Bay. <laughs> and and the Falcons were kicking the shit out of them going into the fourth quarter. So, like, people were like, man, yeah, fuck it, let's go watch something else. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Tampa Bay wins. 
Yeah, it's like what? Yeah. Cause, I mean, because I, I mean, I've seen games where it wasn't like at the end, but like, okay, well, you see like a little ticker come up, like you know, this team just scored twenty-one points in the last two minutes of, the, of play. Because mm-hmm. like they scored a touchdown, and then like the very first play was a pick six, mm-hmm. and then the other team got the ball. I think they fumbled it. The get the other team recovered it. And, like, on one of the first two plays of they, them having the ball, they got another touchdown. So, they scored 21 points in less than two minutes. Well, re- remember, one of the first Strange things, shit can happen in football. It it's can. crazy. Now, if you're behind by 50 points, it's not going to matter, you know. But, but like, one of the first games that Dallas played this season, it may have been the first. They got they scored three times. Like, bam, bam, bam. That was the first it, game against the Giants. It yeah, was because it was, it was a pick six. It was a fumble recovery, and then it was like they I, I, they may have run the kickoff back in. Like, I don't know, but it was like bam, bam, yeah. bam. And Dak Prescott never got on the field for those three touchdowns. He was just sitting on the, on the sidelines going, fuck am I even here for? I can go home. Right. <laughs> so y'all need me shit. <laughs> I'm going to click my check at the house. Okay, I bet, before I we bet, get off too much further, there's some stuff I do want to mention. No, I bet people love hearing our sports commentary because we don't know any of the teams. We don't know any of the players. We're like, yeah, you know that guy that played that thing at that time? Yeah, that did that deal. <laughs> you know, the guy. The place of the team with the weird he's mascot. Got the, he's yeah. got the hair and he wears the jersey. Yeah. <laughs> got the big big the big number on the back and his name. Can't remember what it says or his number, but I know he's got that on there. <laughs> I bet you cardboard then, probably listens to this shit going, oh my God. <laughs> Like you're the one that's semi-versed in like all the different players and or all the different positions on the on the football team, and I'm like, I, I don't fucking know what a tight end does. Like, <laughs> the only reason I even know the name of the position tight end is because Taylor Swift is dating a tight end. Like that's, <laughs> like that's all I know. And apparently, he's the best one in the NFL. I had no idea. He's the most. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying he's the best one. But I would say he's the most popular one. Um, he is. He's the one that's getting the TV commercials because he's on a team with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I don't think. He he honestly is one of the best, and he is going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best, but I don't know if I would say. I mean, I don't know who I would compare him to right now, but I wouldn't say. I don't know if I'd say he is the best. Micah Parsons, no clue what position he plays. I just know he sacks quarterbacks. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's on defense. I don't know what like, position. Uh, 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 uh fucking uh, who, who's the, who's the little short guy? That, Turpin. Uh, Turpin. Yeah, no clue what position he plays, but man, he's fast. <laughs> he's and a, he runs that ball in. He's a he's a kick returner. That sometimes they will put him in as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. or like sometimes like a, the little short plays and stuff. Your short, short plays. Yeah, they're perfect for him. Yeah, and he just like just <laughs> runs between their legs while they try to tackle him and shit. <laughs> And he's is he like he's he's the guy that's five seven right or is he like normal size? No, he's not normal size. He's little. He's he's like five seven. I don't know how short, but he's little. Okay, so Dallas has three guys on their team. He's got Turpin and and one other guy. They're like five seven and five eight, and then they have another guy that's like six feet tall, right? That's tall. Six feet tall is tall for a man. Average height in America is five ten. If you are above 5'10", you are a tall man. Six feet is tall. He gets out there on the field with Dak Prescott and all those other guys. He looks like a child. Yeah. Like that, like that girl that caught me off guard when we went to Fazoli's. Yeah. I was like, 
girl, shouldn't you be in kindergarten right now? <laughs> yeah, she she's like she four and a half feet tall. There's no way she's above four and a half. And feet she tall. didn't look like a dwarf. She's not. I know who she is. She's a she's a freaking uh, you know Darius that cleans cars up the airport. That's his little sister. Really? Yeah, she is like a an adult. She is. Uh, I think she just turned eighteen because she works. For she looks like she's like twelve, maybe. Mm-hmm. But she's not. She is a. She is a full adult, but she is tiny and short. Yeah, but she like I say. But it doesn't. She doesn't have the body features of a usual dwarf. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like you know, but she's proportional. Yeah. She's not, as far as I know, she's not a dwarf. She's just a very short. It's like she just didn't grow. She's just a short young woman. Yeah. But but that's what Turpin looks, Turpin like. looks like when he's out on the field with all these now, see, monsters now, if that, that was are 6'6". Six, six. For Christmas, I would get her a football jersey and it would be a Turpin jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it would well, have- it would have to be. It would have to be. <laughs> She's not even as tall as Turpin. No, that's not. She's not. That's true. <laughs> Turpin is an inch taller than me. Did you know that? So he's taller than me. And he's still just, he looks like a toddler on the field. He's so fast. But he's so fast. My God. Like, he just, like, zips. And nobody can catch him. He's quick. He can get them little legs moving. <laughs> All right. So what you, what you got over there? Uh, What did I have? I forgot. You were looking something up, and then I just then I started talking about football again. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, one of them made me think about was uh, shit. Where'd it go? You got dead air here, huh? I know. Because you know, I, I've been I've been kind of wandering away from TikTok. Mm-hmm. You've been I, mostly on like Instagram, Instagram, Instagram stories and stuff, and, and those kind of things because like you, I get more of those. Like these people making really dumb choices mm-hmm. and doing stupid shit. Like one of them, I didn't have it wrote down, but I thought it was funny. This guy was on a ski lift, right? And he was going down, and like it was going past like this hotel, mm-hmm. and there was there was the thing was way the fuck up there, right? And like you could see that there was people on the balcony that looked. If you had to guess, it's probably about the tenth floor, maybe, mm-hmm. right? And this dude, he looked over to the other guy that was holding the camera, and he had a snowball in his hand. He goes, watch this. And he throws it down. And you see this snowball, like, it goes far enough that you can't even see it anymore mm-hmm. until you see the person standing on the on the balcony go, <laughs> caught him right in the face. <laughs> I was like, how fucking awesome is that? You can't, what are you going to do? It's like, you can't go throw something else back, back at him. You know? I want to know. The geometry that this man did in his head, just naturally, like he wasn't doing equations. Yeah. He just naturally knew this moving lift that I'm on is moving such and such fast, going downhill, blah, 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 blah. This thing is this far away. I've got to lead it by this that much. That was a complete to- accident. I mean, there's no figuring that out. It's not like when you see the movies where all the math equations are popping over their head. It gives you say, I'm just going to throw it over there and just throw it in their direction and try to scare them. I mean, and, he, and he ended up just... And just popped, <laughs> popped this lady right in the fucking face with a snowball. That's horrible. I mean, that's almost... It was almost as good as the best firework shot ever made. And I think that's how you can search it. Mm-hmm. You see these... It's like these Hispanic guys. And they're like on like this... Look like about 15th, 20th floor of this hotel or whatever. And they got a little bottle sitting on their balcony. And they put a bottle rocket in it. Mm-hmm. And they light it. 
And my first thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen to these poor dudes? And this bottle rocket goes, and shoots off. And like a block or so over, somebody on a floor almost equal to them has their sliding door open. And it flies all the way the fuck over there, goes through the sliding door into their room. And all of a you see it go. Like, holy shit. I mean, there's no way you can plan anything like that. I no. mean, you could aim it and it's, it's not going to go like no. that. That was just a pure coincidence, luck. But can you imagine? Can you imagine being in that hotel right, room? In the room. just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I think the apocalypse was happening. <laughs> Take me, Jesus. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Lord. Uh. Okay. Here's just some different things I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those sites. It's it's not like, am I the assholes? But it's like, hey, I'm looking for advice. Kind of like a Dear Abby thing, right? Mm-hmm. This this girl says, I need to know if my boyfriend is just messing with me or not. But we're doing it this anyway. And he says it helps. He has convinced his girlfriend. And like some of these other, some of the, a lot of the comments were like, give this dude a medal. <laughs> he has cracked the code. That it, everyone wakes up with morning breath. Right? He has her convinced that it will help get rid of her morning breath from even coming back throughout the day if she gives him a blowjob every morning. And so that's what she's been doing. And piss up people like, give that man a medal. And then just like some of the responses were just like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, are you stupid? <laughs> oh, man, they're so goofy. <laughs> and here's another one says, a guy called his father in law. And told him, hey, you need to come get your daughter because something's wrong with her. <laughs> this would be my response. He just responded back to a text. Oh, it was a text. He responded back with only saying, package has been opened. Seal is broken. Item is now used. Warranty is expired. Sorry, that's not a manufacturer's problem. <laughs> But another one I saw that, oh my God, it had me freaking rolling. It was this guy, <clears throat> and they were like doing this interview with him. And they were talking to him. It was just one somebody interviewing this guy. And he, they, he said, tell me about your ex-girlfriend. And the guy immediately just, I'm going to shorten this up because I know we've been holding it for a while. He was basically mushing about her, talking about how much he missed her and how much he loved her. And, and they're like, okay, well... You know, what do you miss most about her? You know, my, my, you know, I loved her. I thought I was going to marry her. You know, I, it was just my bed at home just feels empty without her there. And he was just going on and on and on. Well, he didn't know in the other room was his ex. Mm-hmm. And his ex was watching and listening. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to something. There was another interviewer back there with her. And she's like, and oh, they asked the guy, well, who broke up with who? Well, she dumped me, right? 
And the guy that was with the girl in the back is like, what are you kind of, are you re-guessing or rethinking about the whole breakup? She goes, yes, I am now. She goes, I didn't know that's how he felt, you know? That's one of the reasons that we broke up because I didn't, just didn't think it was going anywhere. I didn't know he felt that way. And she go, and uh, and they asked the guy again, you know, what would you do if she, you know, if you had a chance to talk to her? You know, I just tell her how much I love her, how much I miss her, and how much I want to get back with her. And I'm not, I'm not over her. I'm, it's, it's, I'm still stuck up on her. You know, I want to go back with her. And then they asked the girl, what well, do you want to go talk to him? She's like, oh yes, please. And so they let her go out and go talk to the guy, right? And she goes running up. She goes. Honey, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you felt that way. And she's like, she like they they embrace, and the guy is looking over her shoulder, right, because she's shorter, mm-hmm. and he looks right at the camera, and he doesn't say it out loud, but I'll have to on this because it's a podcast. Nobody can see my mouth, but he mouthed the words to the guy in the camera, wrong X, <laughs> and the guy in the camera goes, oh shit, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! Can you imagine how that conversation is going to go? Yeah, and that's what I didn't—I didn't, I didn't really think of. I was thinking about that, and then you mentioned it, it's like, how do you get out of that now? I mean, does he just like, does he fess up and tell her, or does, I mean, does, does the guy have the heart to tell her, "Look, you're not the one I was referring to," <laughs> but just to see him go wrong X, <laughs> I would hope. That he would have the grace and fortitude to let this woman down easy. Otherwise, he's going to be stuck with somebody he doesn't want to be with. And they're both going to end up hating each other. So I hope. <laughs> I hope he got that just just the look on his face and that interviewer's face when he said wrong ex. <laughs> Like this is not the one I was talking about. <laughs> oh my god! Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, Before we go, I do have. Am I the asshole that I want to read you? Because I want to get your your view on it. Okay, these others I'm not too worried about, uh, except for this one. I thought it was funny. Made me laugh too. It says, back in my day, quote unquote, butt liquor, that was a top shelf, break in case of emergency, schoolyard insult, right? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's a selectable option on most dating sites. <laughs> <laughs> Do you lick butts? <laughs> Well, the world has changed. (laughs) (laughs) This is a selectable option. (laughs) All right, I got to read you this before we go. (laughs) And I want to hear your honest. Okay, tell me what this is first. This is an Am I the Asshole? Okay, all right, go for it. And I want to hear your honest. This will be our closing. This is our closing segment. All right, go. Am I the Asshole? Yes. Oh. For demanding that my wife apologize for lying to me. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say no. He should demand an apology if she lied to him. Next month is exactly two years since I married my wife, Lynn. I come from a not-so-well-off family. Lynn, on the other hand, comes from a rich family. 
I must admit, she has helped me a lot in the past. Two weeks to our wedding, her father gave us a house and a huge sum of money, like millions of dollars. Lynn is an only child. I didn't know about the money. I was shocked but grateful. A week after we got married, the money was supposed to be transferred to us. We also found out that Lynn is pregnant. We spoke and decided the money should be transferred to my account as I will be managing our finances so that Lynn can focus on the home and baby. It was a joint decision and she was happy with it. Lynn asked me the plans that I had for the money. I told her the first thing I will do is give a sum to my mother to boost her shop, my older brother who is unemployed, and set a trust for my kid sister in high school. I want to first sort out my family and stepsisters so we can enjoy our money in peace without them bothering us. Time passed and the money never came. Month after month, I asked Lynn and she told me her dad had said next month. Every month, she had a different excuse. I asked her to talk to her father. She said, at least we got a house. Before marriage, she helped a lot financially, but she also changed and just started doing only what is required. I must admit, I was a little upset with her. Two months ago, we fought and she told me in the heat of anger that the promise of money was a lie that she had told. I was so upset and left home for a month. I went back with divorce papers. Couldn't believe she would lie to me. Last week, I met her dad when he returned from Italy. We spoke as he wants to know why we are divorcing and the plans for our son and second baby since Lynn is currently pregnant. I told him about the lie. I found out that Lynn had told her father to hold with the transfer as we wanted to start our life on our own. Lynn practically got herself broke. I went to confront Lynn and she told me that I was planning to use her money to enrich my family and never even ask her if she had any plans. She said it was her money and I couldn't even take her to dinner first or buy baby clothes before sharing it with my family. I tried to explain to her that my family is poor and needy and sorting them out will give us peace of mind, but she won't listen. I am very upset that she lied to me twice and acted petty when I was seeking the best for us. She saw my frustration and had the money, yet she didn't say anything. I asked her to apologize and ask her dad to transfer the money or I will not forgive her and I will continue with the divorce proceedings. She said I'm not getting a cent from her and her bank account can testify to that, so I can go. I feel that she played me for two years. Am I the asshole to be upset and demand an apology? I don't think he's an asshole for <clears throat> being upset about that situation. But long story short, they need to go through the divorce anyway because obviously they're not happy with each other. I think he's using that as an excuse to get away, and she don't want to be with him anymore, and that's a good reason to get rid of him. That's, that's two people that don't need to be together. So my view is that she's well off. He's not. I'm not calling him a gold digger because he says he didn't know about the money when they got together. Great. I will take you at your word that you don't know about the money when you got together. You clearly found out about the money. For the wife to ask him what his plans are before the money comes and to find out that he is doing all this shit for his family without asking her, her approval, permission, nothing. Like, they didn't talk about this as a family or anything. He's just, well, this is what I'm going to do with it. I feel like she probably went, hang on, red flag. Yeah, red absolutely. Flag. Major red that's, flag. That's what I was seeing. He, he, was, he, he just saw a dollar sign. He no longer saw a wife. He saw a dollar sign. Yes. And I think he baby trapped her. Yeah. I, th I think he got her pregnant twice real quick because they've been married for two years and she's already pregnant again. He baby trapped her. And I think that him going to her dad is a big red flag. 
why haven't you given us this money? You little gold-digging whore. <laughs> this is not your money. It's my money that I'm choosing to give to you that I don't have to give to you. Okay, do you remember um, one of my favorite... We won't go into what Bill Cosby is now, but remember the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. And his kids were being like super greedy and you know entitled and privileged and all this other stuff and they go well what about my money or what about my da, 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 da? he's like no, no 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 you don't have money <laughs> i have money you have nothing unless i give it to you and i can see how dad over here wife's dad would kind of be like i don't know why you think <laughs> i'm i'm giving you this money so that you can gift it to your family I'm not your family's welfare check. And I think that it's a good thing that wife didn't have it transferred over. And I think that the reason that she didn't was because he was being so insistent about it. Yeah. So you're just going to blow all this money on your family and not act like you're not. I mean, my dad already gave us a house. <clears throat> but it's like, yeah, he, he he's... I can see how he could be upset that she lied. Yeah. But because, I can see why she lied. Yeah, I can see. I understand why she lied. Yeah. But this dude probably already went to his family and was promising them these things. Mm-hmm. And, and, hey, I'm coming in some money that I did not know about, wasn't expecting, and I'm going to make sure I do for y'all. It worries me a little that in this particular little arrangement that they have that she had no control over what he was doing with the money because he said dad was transferring it. It was going to go into husband's account. Right. And wife wasn't going to have anything to do with it. That's a, another huge red flag. Seems like he's a super controlling dude. Like, okay, you're pregnant now. You're, you're, you're supposed to be staying home. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right. They need to just go through with the divorce. Oh, yeah. They definitely need, don't need to try to work that out because it's not going to work. And I wonder, I wonder, he didn't say, but I wonder if she made him sign a prenup because she is wealthy. It's possible. And maybe that's why he's threatening divorce. And she's like, oh, whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> you signed a prenup. <laughs> I, that, I would be interested to find out. Yeah. You know, that, that would be funny. Yeah, I understand the red flags. I understand how he could get upset. But then again, once he heard about all that, all he saw was a dollar sign walking around holding his baby. You know? That's what he was into it for at that point. And uh, <clears throat> a couple of the comments. Um, yeah, Lynn is 100% valid for her actions. I think in, in hindsight, it's easy to criticize her lie, but realistically, she probably expected him to move on from the idea of receiving millions of dollars for free. Like, bro, you got a free house and you can stack your own money to help your family. It blows my mind that this guy kept pestering his wife for money he never earned to set up everyone except for his wife and kid. He doesn't deserve that family, in my opinion. I agree. And somebody else said, exactly. And if we're honest, after the first handout, he would probably just demand more and more. He should have said he would take 50000 to get furniture for their new house, go on an all-inclusive vacation to get some baby stuff in advance. Next step after that, meet with an experienced investor who can help that money grow, yada, yada, yada. You know, something other than, here, I'm going to give all this to my family. 
<clears throat> okay, that was the one I wanted to read because I thought that guy was a piece of work. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yep, we need to call it. Yep. Yeah, way, way too long. Well, we talked about sports for like the whole podcast. <laughs> This is going to be the sports podcast. I can't wait till baseball season starts back up. Oh, I can't either. I'm so excited. I don't even know who I want to win um, the World Series this year. Obviously, the Astros. I just want to watch baseball again. Do you want me to get you the MLB package so you can watch it every I'm, night? I'm debating it. I don't know. I might actually do that. this Because because in the no, past... No, what, what you're going to get me, you're going to have to save up for, and that's what I want more than anything else. And so, nothing else big until then. Going to Cooperstown? Going to a home game at the Braves Stadium? Well, not those things, but now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's what's the other thing that you want? See, that's why I tell you to write shit down. Okay. You don't remember a damn thing. I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> a hunting trip. Oh, yeah. Well, I would have remembered that eventually. Because I've mentioned that to you a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. 30 years from now, when I'm in a wheelchair in my deathbed, you're like, oh, honey, I forgot your trip. I forgot it. Let's, let's do it now. I'm just going to bring the deer to your to your nursing home and just <laughs> let you beat it with a shovel. <laughs> I'll be so senile. You give me a dart gun and put me in some camo. Mm-hmm. Pin the tail on the deer. <laughs> a little Nerf gun. <laughs> I got him. I got him. We're going to have the orderlies go past and, like, reindeer horse. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> You'll be okay, honey. I love you. I love you. Quit touching me. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna bring this to a close. Yes, please. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> if you've made it this far, thank God. <laughs> Ugh. Cardboard, I'm sorry that the podcast was a couple of days late last week. I'll try to get this one uploaded tonight. <laughs> so that you can listen to it on Sunday like you normally do. So <laughs> you can reach me on all the socials at Cricket Shay, at Cricket Shay the number one on threads and Instagram. And we love you. Bye.